What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. Roberto Claperio, a fish tacologist. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. I know the ins and outs of a fish taco. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. The number is 877-710-ESPN. And we've been getting calls about upside-down pineapple muffins. There's two that I love. One's on the west side, the Magnolia Bakery. They make a fantastic upside-down pineapple cupcake. And my favorite pineapple and walnut muffin is from Good Time Donuts up in Ventura. So there's your answer. I think it was Scott. Go get him. All right. Let's take some calls. The clinic's open. The number's 877-710-ESPN. Let's go to James in L.A. You're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Hi, Dr. Clapper. Um, How are you, James? How old are you? What do you do for a living? I'm good. Um, I'm 65 years old, and I'm a manager for an aerospace firm. Nice. What did your father do for a living? Actually, my father was a house painter. What? So you knew at an early age, there's no way in hell I'm doing that for a living. (laughs) My father would come home smelling like paint thinner every day. (laughs) Did he schlep you to work with him occasionally? Absolutely. I was the official official window cleaner. I I scraped paint off of windows. That was my job as a young man. Wow. I just love it. There's nothing cooler that relates to me at least than when i hear about a father taking their son to work you know so there you are painting a house with your father and the house that's the 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 client comes out did your dad introduce you as his little helper how did your dad introduce you to the guy who owned the house actually it's funny because he always introduced me as his assistant this is my assistant here who is also my son so (laughs) (laughs) didn't you didn't your heart purr like a cat when he did that actually it did i you know i couldn't go every day obviously but uh during during the summer months and sometimes on the weekend we would go i must tell you dr clapper i really didn't enjoy scraping those windows (laughs) (laughs) that didn't matter anyway yeah, it didn't no, matter. No, it just, was really great. It was just great. to be there with your dad, man. That that's special. And if ever you're in a down place in your life, just close your eyes and just think about how much your dad must have been so proud that his son was helping him on the job. It must have made yeah. him very proud. Good for you. Yeah, yes. And you, where did you grow up? I actually grew up in Inglewood. Oh, nice. Did you go to Inglewood High School? No, actually, I went to Catholic high school. I went to Catholic high school, Unipro Seri in Gardena. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. All right. So you had a ruler slapped across your wrist by the nuns, I assume. I had 12 years of Catholic <laughs> education. So, okay. I can I tell you college. this. I never met you, James, but I bet you you have the neatest handwriting of anybody <laughs> I'll ever meet. <laughs> yes. Me and my wife. We both. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's something about that handwriting. I went to yeshiva growing up, and we had to, before we could write Hebrew on a piece of paper, we had to write the two Hebrew letters for God, Bez, which is B, and H, or He, which meant Baruch Hashem. You had to say something to God, if you will, before you could write on that paper. All right, that's how I grew up. That's what they made me do. It was a terrible habit. Ninth grade, I finally 
ejector seat, get the hell out of yeshiva. And now, thank God, I'm at the public high school, even though it was a crappy public high school, but I'm in the public high school in New York. And sitting next to me in homeroom is a kid who was tortured going to Catholic school his whole life. And he takes out a piece of paper. And on the top of the paper, before he writes on it, he puts a cross on the top of the piece of paper. And I'm looking at him going, this is a franchise. <laughs> it's so crazy. But here you are. How can I help you? What you do to yourself? Okay, so this is, the, uh, this is what happened. Um, during the first week of the COVID, I had my grandson by. And we were trying to figure out things to do. So my wife mm. put on some music, and we were dancing. So anyway, to make a long story short, we have hardwood floors. I had my socks on, and I slipped and fell backwards and landed on um, my right elbow, my right cheek, and in the process, totally stretched out that whole right leg. Mm. Yeah. So I went to my doctor. They got me x-rays and then started me on you know, some therapy. Um, then uh, about uh, two weeks ago, I finally, I finally got them to give me an MRI. So I got the results of the MRI that I have a torn hamstring, and mm-hmm. I, have a pinch, I have a pinch nerve in my butt. But the main thing is, doctor, is that this thing is not healing at all. And when I'm sitting at my desk, I'll get a shooting pain that radiates from my tailbone all the way down the back of my leg and ends at my knee. And then at, at, the, at the knee, I have this excruciating pain that just pops mm. up every now and then. Hmm. Okay. So 